Word broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyanukokraba. Now on today's message. When you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible when you trust in Him's word. Oh, hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for Him? Just put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. Oh, everything, oh, everything. Yes, everything is possible. Father, we thank you so much for this afternoon. As we hear your word, may the word of God be a light unto our feet, a lamp unto our feet, and a light unto our path. Let us live here ready to see a change in our lives as we obey. In Jesus' mighty name, and somebody who will make it to heaven one day say, Amen. God bless you. Please sit on top of your enemies. Last week I started talking about honoring with ease. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Bible says that render therefore to all their dues. And I helped us to memorize that scripture. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. And honor to whom honor. Amen. I said amen. I said amen. And then last week we looked at the first point which was honor with love and faith. Today I want to continue with some few and I believe that God is going to bless us. If you are going to honor with ease. One of the things you need to do is to honor with acceptance and admiration. Acceptance and admiration. Somebody say acceptance and admiration. Say acceptance and admiration. You see, life is such that if you want to do well, you know, God has given us some clues. One of the clues is he will tell you if you want to do well, do this. So for example, when you read Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about how if you honor your father and your mother, it may be well with you. Or if you honor people who are like your father and mothers, it will be well with you. And then he also said that then you will live long. So if you want to live long, if you want to be well with you, one of the things you have to do is to honor. And he gave example, your father and your mother. But you have other people apart from your father and mother who you must honor. They may cannot say, Amen. It's when you see a young man who is dead at the age of 17, they may say appendicitis, but sometimes not appendicitis. It is, when you go into it, it is some dishonor be somewhere. 
Please take note of what I'm showing today because most of us, we don't know why some problems happen to people. But I'm trying to help us to see that usually it is connected to honor or dishonor. But we don't get to see. Unless a prophet tells you, you hmm, know what you're going through is because of ABC. But you don't need a prophet to show you this. Scripture tells us this and we must just believe and then obey. So one of the things that God wants you to know is that there are some people you must honor in your life. And such people is called due honor. You have to honor, if you're a child, you have to honor your parents. You don't have to joke with honoring your parents. If you're a wife, you have to honor your husband. If you're in church, you have to honor your pastors. Grace, amen. Yes. If you are a worker at a workplace, you have to honor your boss. Yes. So if you are in this church and you are in a region and you don't honor your original pastor, you are in this church, you are in a basanta, you don't honor your shepherd. It may look like maybe your shepherd is younger than you, maybe it's your age mate, it's your friend and all that, but according to God, it's a serious matter. Because of that, maybe that's why you are broke. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I now see why you are broke. Charles, you are not telling anybody. Tell your neighbor, I now see that why you are broke. Say, say it like the way I'm saying, I now see why you are broke. And, and, and tell your neighbor, if you are not broke, give me 100 Ghana now. Some of you are struggling to say, me can soon discuss what we to. Tell your neighbor, I, I now see why you are struggling. How many believe that God is going to bless us? Everybody under the sound of my voice today, I prophesy blessing over you. Your amen will determine the heaviness of your blessing. Everyone who comes for UFS, I give you two and a half years. You take three of these, one of the three. Either you will, listen, are you listening? Either it be somebody who travels and goes and comes. Or you'll be somebody who owns a car. Or you are somebody that somebody is sponsoring for free. Those who believe it, may it happen to you practically. In the name of Jesus. And all those who are writing exams, you will have your one, 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 one. According to your faith, may it be established in Jesus' name. And those who are in school, you will go to the university, you you do your first degree, second degree. If you believe it, say amen. amen. And then sit down, let me tell you something. And one of the ways to let it happen is look for the people you must honor. Don't joke with honor. Don't joke with honor. We are in a world today where people easily disrespect. But we in this church, we don't have to be like that. When you sit in a church hall, you may not know the person, but the far as the person is older than you, show respect. It's only because Yamisha Wati. Sign Yamisha Wati. You have no idea what is doing for you. I have grown up, even before I became a Christian, trained by my parents to honor. And by the grace of God, even as I became a Christian, Reverend Felix, I've even by the teachings of prophet, even added more to understanding of honor. I know what it means to honor. And I honor. 
And I think it's helped me by the grace of God. So today, one of the ways to make honoring easy for you is to accept the person that you have to honor and admire the person. Because sometimes what it is, they say, the person you have to honor, if it is your headmaster, if it is your pastor, if it is your husband, if you're married, if it is your 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 parents, may not be doing the thing that you expect of them to do. And you may be home where you are. I show you what I'm That's right. I didn't know you could act like that. I'm also an actor, you know. When you're, when you're acting, I remember my young days. Uh, I, I used to act and then I'll tell you this. I only tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, look at John chapter 1 verse 12. I'm just preaching for 30 minutes because my time was taken by some people. <laughs> I think I know the people all. Which people were those? Gideon. Gideon went into the time. Which people? Uh, okay. I hear you, you started there. They handed the baton to some other people. <laughs> Look at John chapter 1 verse 12. Let's all read it together. Ready? Go. Now look at the verse preceding this. The verse before this. Verse 11. Now look at that. Verse 11. He says that he came unto his own. And his own received him not. How do you feel when somebody you have you have helped to become something. You now go to visit a person. The person says I don't know you. Like this brother who in the, in the film star. You know. He said he doesn't know the girl. Sisters, if it was you, how would you feel? You have been doing things to me and now you say you don't know me. And Bible said that Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive him. They knew him not. But as many as received him, or the word here is honored him, Today I want to explain what Jesus really wanted to talk. It was John who was writing this, but it was Jesus who said this. When we say received him, what does it mean? It means four words. One is accept. Another is the word receive, that we see. Another is the word admire. And another is the word flow. So somebody say araf. Say araf. As you are saying it, so money is falling around you. Say araf. When you come to church, just flow because a lot of miracles happen whilst you're obeying. Say Araf. Araf means accept, receive, admire, and flow. So he says that as many as accepted, received, admired, and flow with Jesus, to them he gave power. That Araf is actually talking about as many as honored him. So when you admire or accept and flow with the person you have to honor, the person now through whom you are honoring gives you the power to become something. The reason why a lot of us are struggling is because you are not honoring some people that 
are supposed to be honored in your life. But you have to decide to honor them by admiring them. Because admire. That's what say. You must find reasons why you say, I like this person. I like my father. I like my mother. My father may not pay my school fees, but I still like him. Obi, I won't like him if you can't honor. Lisa, it is true. That is why some people don't honor their pastors because they don't like their pastors. Have you noticed that even in the secular world, with all due respect to the example I'm going to give, people sometimes eh, admire, let's say politicians. You see a politician, I wish I could mention names. You see somebody who is standing for presidency. You say, ah, I'm going to for you. Just by that, people will vote for him. Ah, am I talking to people? I, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Even in school, sometimes the one who is standing for school prefect, if he's a handsome guy, people want to vote for him. But if he comes and he looks like a dream, even though he's speaking English, people don't really. What I'm saying is it not true? Because it's almost like we are voting for you because we admire you. So much so that sometimes we vote wrongly for people who look nice, but they are somewhere. So I'm saying that you have to decide to admire, even not looking at the physical and all that, but push to admire the person whom you have to honor so that the blessing of God will come on you. Can I have a better amen? A better amen. Number three, honor with conviction. Honor with a conviction. And I'm closing. This is my last but one point. Honor with a conviction. You know, when it comes to honor, you cannot force people to honor. They must, something, you see, I'm talking about sustained honor. Something, they must have some, something being within them that makes them say that, look, Pass me, so no matter what our honor. You see, Bishop Doug shares an experience here, and I want to share it. He said that I once had a dream that I was to honor a man of God. Okay. And he said that in the dream, the Lord spoke to me and told me that if I did not honor this man of God, I will not get to certain heights in ministry. Since then, I have tried to honor this man of God, I have had enough experiences. And perhaps reasons not to honor him. It is my conviction that keeps me on that road of honoring this man of God. I honor him easily because I have the conviction to do so. Without a deep-seated conviction, you will never really be able to honor a man of God. You always find a reason not to. For instance, you may find out that the man of God you want to honor is far wealthier than you are. Why should you give money to someone who does not need it? Mawena. Why should you give money to someone who has far more than you have? These are good logical reasons to keep you away from honoring God's servant. I once prepared an offering to give to a man of God. Just before I could see him to present my offering. Are you with me? He mentioned in his preaching that his tithes, his personal tithes for that year had been something like $25 million. How many will be there? (laughs) 
May the Lord help you to be there one day. $25 million. I'm sure some of you can't even imagine what I'm saying. I thought to myself, wow, $25 million? That means his income for that year was about what? $250 million. This man is super wealthy. I don't even have $1 million. Why should I give him my cramps? That was a good logical reason not to honor the man of God. But God spoke to me to honor him. Even though he had far more than I did. Obeying God in that was one of the most important and best decisions of my life. God, as I honored, honoring that man of God was very important to my life and ministry. I was not meeting his financial needs. I just needed to honor him. That was the will of God. It's the reason why sometimes some of you must pray that God give me an inner conviction that will help me to maintain my honoring this person. I know something that sometimes God will give some of you some dreams to let you see that this person, without him, your life is not going a particular way. For some of you, God will give you a dream to let you see how your honoring this person is connected to your blessing. Yes. So that it becomes a conviction, something that is guiding you, something that is persuading you. Yes. Some of you, that's where I'm praying for you that when you have such dreams, you should remember God, God, eh, he doesn't joke with honor. If you don't pass the test of honor, what do you so? Now I end with this last point. The last point for today. Honor according to rank. And this is very interesting. Honor according to rank. So the first point is honor with love and faith. The second point, which I have started today, is what? Acceptance and admiration. Number three is what? Anna with a conviction. And then the last one is what? Anna according to rank. To flow in the grace of honoring people, you need to honor everyone according to their rank. I'm going to explain. It is much easier to honor people according to who they really are in your life. You cannot honor someone above the person's rank. You must not honor someone who is not as important with the same honor you give to a more important person. For example, in First Samuel chapter 2, reading from verse 26 through to 30, the Bible says that the child Samuel grew and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar? to burn incense, to wear an ephod before me? And did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel? Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation. Somebody say, Amen. And honorest thy sons above me. So God is, through the man of God, asking Eli, how come that you are honoring your sons above me? So God's problem with Eli was actually not honoring just somebody, but honoring above him. I'm going to give you two scenarios here to explain what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes, some of you, the problem that God will have with you is that you honor, but you're honoring somebody who is supposed to be having less honor. You're honoring him more than somebody else who is supposed to have that higher honor. I'll give you an example. 
So God says, and honor thy sons above me to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. When Eli decided not to publicly denounce, listen to what I'm saying. When Eli decided not to be publicly denounce the mistakes of his sons, he was actually honoring them. He kept quiet about it. And in the, in the sight of God, that was honoring his children. Like when there's a mistake and daddy doesn't correct it. Daddy, you are not doing the right thing. You are actually honoring your children. Parents who don't correct their children are honoring their children in a wrong way. Hmm, let me say it again. Parents who don't correct their children are honoring their children and dishonoring God. A husband who can correct his wife is honoring his wife and dishonoring God. A pastor who can correct the congregation is honoring the congregation and dishonoring God. He was showing them respect. He was giving them some honor. Unfortunately, this respect that he granted his sons was a sign that he had not given God the honor that he, God, could have. God did not take this lightly and release one of the most withering curses on Eli. If someone advises you, now listen to the first scenario, you may choose to reject his advice. If another person advises you to do the same exact thing and you rather obey the second person, then you have honored the second person more than the first. For example, let's say a husband may ask the wife to run up to the staircase and the wife may disobey him. But if the wise pastor tells the same wife to run up the same staircase and she obeys the pastor, then the pastor is more honored than the husband. Which is wrong. And it's common. You see a lot of people at home don't do what they have to do. But when they come to church, oh pastor, oh bishop, oh bishop, making a fear you don't respect your husband, you don't respect your father, you don't respect your mother. And that's how most of us are. You even take it to your workplace. Oh boss, then you go and prepare tea for your boss. But at home, you don't cook, you don't prepare tea. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, sister's preaching is for you. People are good at that. The person you honor, the person you respect is the one you honor. And unfortunately, most of us are honoring far higher people that are less honor or due honor than the people if you are married. Your husband must receive the greater honor than your pastor in that context. Let me say it again. If you're a woman married, your husband is your immediate one you must honor than your pastor who is not in your house.
Indeed, in honoring your pastor's instruction, you have shown that you actually despise your husband's instruction. If a man of God comes to preach in your church, you may give him a hundred dollars as an honorarium. Another scenario. Another man of God may also be a speaker at the same program. You may choose to give him only ten dollars as an honorarium. The honor you gave to the first person by giving a hundred dollars shows that you honor him more. A hundred dollars is more substantial honor than the ten dollars. Are you understanding me? So, for example, a founder and a father of a church felt that he was not being honored by his church and in his church. He felt that other visitors were honored more than he was honored in the very church he had founded. Indeed, the scripture teaches us to honor our fathers, not our uncles. You cannot honor your uncle more than your own father. Which is what we usually do. Some of you honor the next house neighbor. You honor your uncle who has money than your father. And you just, your father, you just taught your father anyhow. You treat your father anyhow. Your father has to beg you out before you do something. Your mother, you don't treat your mother well. You honor other people more than your mother. And, and that's why your life is going the way it's going. Especially, I'm talking to young people who must listen to me carefully, especially because you are young and you come to a point where you would take decisions concerning who to marry. You need to listen to your parents and then don't take it for granted. Of late, in this recent years, I have been meeting a lot of young people who are not, married, who are not happy in their marriage. Because when I go into it, it's because most of them, their parents were not happy with the marriage. But they still put them aside and went for it. I know of a gentleman who was about to marry. I didn't know the gentleman. I just met this gentleman and I got to know that the wife is dead. And since the wife died, it has not been easy for him. So I, I just, I remember I just saw him seated on the chair. Then I said, oh, how are you? How are you? Then I put my hand just around the chair and then the prophetic just rose in me. And I said, ah, are you okay? And he said, oh, Bishop, why? I said, no. Do I ask some few questions? He said, how did I know? I said, no, that's what I'm saying. Sir. I said, I'll talk to you later. So, during the break, we talked. And he opened up to me. I said, ah, where's your wife? He said, my wife is dead. I said, did the marriage, the marriage, the marriage, did the father support it? He said, no. I said, that is your problem. And he said, it is true. The father told her that, told the, the daughter that, don't mind this guy because he's a pastor. And I don't want pastors in my family. And they were so much in love that she pushed the daddy to accept it. So the wedding day, the daddy didn't go. And they still went ahead because they were in love. Fall in love. Bulu. Bulu. Bulu is the process where you have become a Bulu. Then, so, so, this young lady honored the beloved and the mother more than the father and went ahead. Less than, they gave, just gave birth. Within a year, they are giving birth because they got married. Three months, got pregnant, gave birth. 
And a few months down the road, the girl was, ah, my hair, my hair, and then she died. There's a current one that's just, I wish he's here. Are you here? Brother, are you here? George, are you here? There's a brother in this church. He's been crying because the wife just died a week or two ago. When I went into it, a similar situation. A similar situation. They just got married early this year. But the parents said no. And they still went ahead. And it's like, the guy is dead. And another one I know, I met these people, and then after going to their situation, they were married, they were separated. So I went into it, find out, uh, I'm talking about ranking home. Sometimes when people honor their mother more than their father, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. I said it's a what? I can't hear you. It is a what? If your father is alive, you don't honor your mother more than your father. According to God, the wife must have the husband as her head. That's the rank. And then the husband must have Jesus as his head. And Jesus must have God as his head. That's the rank. So in other words, when you come to a family, it is children, mother, father, Jesus, God. But unfortunately, because the mother who gave birth to the children and feeds the children, usually the children hear mommy more. Daddy is usually busy. So children sometimes get confused and they listen to mommy more. So much so that when it comes to daddy's decision, mommy's decision, children get confused and they choose mommy's decision. That's why they go wrong. But sometimes daddy speak little. But they are powerful more than mommy. Daddy may not have money, pocket money. Daddy may not have a job. But daddy's name is what is on the family. Hi, Dio. BCS of South Kokocho, no papa and Kenya Michawa, on what you so I live about one Kosuku, oh papa, one Kosuku crab, and I said, Papa, the Patricia, me what? Oh papa, and your cousin, and Michaw. God acknowledges it. Look, Isaac just blessed his son Jacob, who even used apartheidism, and that blessing changed his life. And he blessed him when he was blind. I said, my son, are you Esau? And Jacob said, yes, daddy, I am Esau. I said, okay, if you are Esau, receive this blessing. From today, your name is being changed in the realms of the spirit. All your brothers will serve you. You will be great. No nation can come against you. He blessed him when he was blind. And the blessing is what is happening today. Israel, don't joke with the father's blessing. Don't joke with a higher rank blessing. So when I went into it, they were having problems because when I went into it, because of time I can't go into it, when I went into it, the wife who had left the husband and was staying somewhere with the children, the husband was in a small room, suffering. So I asked her, can I talk to your wife? She said, yes. So I started talking to the wife, told the wife to come around. The wife came around, I met her, spoke to her, helped her to Forgive the husband. Try that. You have to honor your husband. And they corrected everything. Now when they came together, I realized that they still have to go and solve it. So I said, go and look for your your wife's dad. Wherever. So we go there. Then go and 
and look for him and ask him to forgive you. Man. And they look, went to look for him. Remember Felix? Finally, they met the dad somewhere. The day they met the dad, the dad said, what brought you here? They said, our pastor decides to come and look for you. And the dad said, hey. So for them, he said, oh. he said, when the man was going to marry the lady, when the guy was going to marry the lady, the mother told, the mother who had divorced the father, told the, the, the lady and the guy that, Look, don't worry about your father. Who offer? Amy near Bema. Obey Jinam, Amma, oh, as no papa. Obey Jinam, Amma, no papa, as no papa. And that's what happened. So the uncle went and then stood in as the dad of the girl. He's not a dad. His uncle is not a dad. And so the blessing of the father was not on him. And truly yours, the girl and the husband did not honor the father. So when they went to see the man, the man said, it's good you have come. And they knelt down. said, please, papa, forgive us and bless us. And the father forgave them and blessed them. And from that day, Almost 12 or 13 years after, their life has been moving on and 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 moving on. It is well with them. They are living long. They are blessed. Good job. Children are, I'm telling you, people are suffering because sometimes there has been some dishonor somewhere. Two minutes. So, he asked his resident pastor, a founder and father of a church, felt that he was not being honored in his church. He felt that other visitors were honored more than he was honored in the very church he had founded. Indeed, the scripture teaches us to honor our fathers, not our uncles. You cannot honor your uncle more than you honor your father. So he asked his resident pastor, how much honorarium? He called honorarium, I preach how much honorarium did you give to this preacher who came to your church? He found out that the visiting preacher was honored far more than he, the father and founder of the church. The church had taken their father, their founder, and their senior pastor for granted and were honoring the visitors and uncles far more than the founder. One day, a pastor conducted a conversion in his church. And I'm ending. Listen carefully. At the end of the service, a man came up and presented a brand new Toyota Land Cruiser as a gift to the visiting prophet. The senior pastor was happy that the visiting prophet had received such a large gift. However, he was amazed that his church members would honor a visiting prophet so highly but had never seen the need to give him their pastor who has built a church for them, who has been pastoring them, who has been praying for them, who has been feeding them so that the church has grown to a point where now they can invite a visiting preacher. He has not seen them give him even a small Toyota and I'm saying this to correct because in this church I want you to do well it is a mistake that some of you are even in this church when you come to church you don't bring offering but you know what you do with your money money outside you use money to buy dresses you use money to buy things you buy phone but you don't give money to church now, when a prophet comes to church, this church, and he says, oh, I shall come to me then you go and look for the prophet, and now you start giving to the prophet, but your pastor, who has created that environment, you have not even sowed the seed before. Some of you even go with your parents to a prophetic place to pray, and you give a lot of money to the prophets, who are not your pastors, 
by your own prophet, prophet that you are not, your own bishop, Christ, your own pastor, your pastor, you have not even given us one CD before. And God looks at all that and said, This guy, he doesn't understand honor. That is why he is struggling and will struggle and will forever struggle. But as we are hearing the truth, God expects us to change. When you correct these things, your life begins. Look, you don't have to struggle to do well. Me, by the grace of God, I have written exams that I don't feel. And my mind is not just a normal mind. I believe the Holy Ghost also plans. I mean, it's like, as you honor God and honor those who, God helps you. Things work. Because heaven is happy with you. When you also don't honor heaven, you can go and learn. You can even be known as the best student in class. But Bible, Proverbs 21, 31, it says the horse is made ready for battle. But safety and victory is of the Lord. You cannot do it. But as I finish this preaching, my prayer is that everybody will begin to honor those you must honor and then give them the right honor and God will bless you. And can I hear somebody shout aloud, Amen. I don't know why when we are preaching and getting to a point, then the weather will change. It's becoming a, a something that is happening. So stand to your feet before the rain gets out here. Lift up your hands. Pray and ask God for forgiveness. Every one of us, some of you have honored your uncle far more than your daddy. You have honored your auntie far more than your mommy. You have honored your mother far more than your father. You have honored some people. When you come to the house, there must be a clear honor for, for daddy. This morning I was sharing in church and I told the first service that look, when you come to a, a house and you see a dining table, six chairs, the head table must be your father, not your mother. Yes. Any house that don't do this, there's a problem. Yes, there's a problem. I say any house that do, don't do that is what? That's a problem. I pray that we are all listening. If you are going to do well in life, when you get this well, the life will change. Lift up your hands, the Lord. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory! He shreds on our way. Close your eyes. Don't look at those who are singing. Let's sing it to Jesus. While we do His good will, He abides with us still. And with all who will trust and obey. Lift up your hand and sing it with me. Trust and obey. For the soul have a way to be happy in Jesus, not to trust and obey. Sing it again. Trust and obey. For the soul have a way to be happy in Jesus wants to trust obey. Sing it again. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word. It's a prayer we are praying. For the glory 
sets on our way. While we do His good will, while we do His good will, oh, He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey, sing trust and obey, trust and obey. Oh, follow no other way to be happy. Jesus, but to trust and obey. For the last time, trust and obey. Trust and obey. Oh, brothers, now have the way to be happy. Jesus, but to trust and obey. Every eye closed, every hand down. You are here this morning. Maybe you are also watching us via Facebook or YouTube. Want you to know that God loves you, He loves me, He doesn't want you to be walking under a curse, God doesn't want you to die and go to hell. Maybe somebody invited you, but deep down in your heart, you know that you are not born again. This whole God blessing you business starts with you giving your life to Jesus. If you have not given your life to Jesus, it's a waste of time. You struggle. The Bible says that unless the Lord builds the house. The builders build, but in vain. Unless God is helping you, you will struggle. You want to say, Bishop, what shall I do? Simple. Give your life to Jesus. Maybe you go to a good church. Maybe you even come to this church. Maybe you, you don't go to church. But today you can take that decision. I want you to be serious about this and give your life to Jesus. So that Jesus will come into your heart and Jesus will now be part of your life. Maybe you have not done this before. Maybe you have done it before, but you do not take it seriously. Today, I want to pray that special prayer for you. And then the Lord Jesus will write your name also in the book of life. You are here like that. You are listening to me. Maybe you are watching. Please lift up your hand wherever you are. Stand where you are and lift it up and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. High. Don't be shy. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Let it go very high. And stand where you are. You are going to pray this prayer with me. And by this prayer, God is going to save your life. If you have lifted your hand, are you ready to pray this prayer? Lift up. There are some people you are thinking, should I lift up or not? Lift it up high. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. If you have lifted your hand, do one more thing for me. Don't be shy. Come to me right here. Come. 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 Come for them as they come. I'm looking at you. Come. 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 I'm looking at you. Come. Don't. Come. I'm looking at you. Don't be shy. Come. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Oh, your clapping can be better. Is there somebody here who is directing them on what to do? Lift up your hands. Provide your healing. Come running to the mercy seat. Don't be shy. Come running, come running, come running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will heal your covering. His love will flow freely. It will provide your healing. Come running to the mercy. I want everybody to please close your eyes. And those who are standing here, 
Lift up your hands with all humility. You want to say this after me. And Jesus is going to hear your prayer. If you are there and you have to come, we are waiting for you. And all those who are standing here, I want you to know, as you are standing here, something is whispering. Why did you lift your hand? That's the devil. But God is also happy that you have taken this decision. I took this decision when I was 13. And it changed my life forever. It's been a nice journey. You have taken this decision. Most of you are teenagers. It's a good journey you have started. Say this after me. And let your heart support it. Believe it. And when you say this, believe that from what you have said, you have now become born again. Your name is written in the book of life after this prayer. So say this after me and I want the whole church to please join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. I believe with all my heart that you are the Son of God. You came from heaven to this earth to die for me. You were buried. The third day you rose again. And you are now in heaven. And you will come back again for me. I confess you as my master from today. Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Satan, listen to me. I have been your servant for so long. From today, I am no longer your servant. You are no longer my master. Jesus has set me free. And I am free indeed. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Precious Holy Spirit, these are yours. Seal their hearts with your seal of redemption. May they never backslide. May they find their place in church. May they be useful in the house of God. And help them to advance greatly. Satan has lost the battle. Because these ones are going to serve God with all their heart. Some of them go to church. But now there will be meaning. Even in their going to church. In Jesus name. Amen. Have you seen our pastor? Look at here. Look at here. You see our pastor? On, he's a pastor. He's dressed casually. All of us we dress casually for this service. Is there a pastor? It's called Pastor Oscar and some other pastors are going to talk to you and then get your name and they will pray for you. Okay, so just do that two, three minutes and come because I'm going to pray for some of you who are writing exams just before we close. So go with Pastor. He's taking you to a nice place. They just talk to you one or two minutes and then come. Everyone, please clap for them as they go. Oh, your clapping can be better. Please take your seats. Let's do this quickly before we... I will do a final prayer for the candidates and then... If you are here, you have your tithe. Kindly come to the front quickly. If you have your tithe, come to the front quickly. Your tithe. You have your tithe. One-tenth of what God has blessed you with. Please come to the front quickly. And uh, let's pray. If you have your tithe... The ties I don't usually see Asher's giving ties. I hope you give. You
The day anytime Hashans will come here, they should say, Bishop, I'm an Hashan, I'm giving tithes. So that I can take notes. I don't usually see media people giving tithes. Choristers. I don't usually see choristers giving tithes. Singing stars. I don't usually see film stars giving tithes. I'm calling everybody. I don't usually see those who don't do anything giving time. Ask your neighbor, I don't see you giving time. When are you going to give your time? Please lift it up and let's pray. You deserve the best, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray for your servants as they bring their time, even those who are giving through the electronic means. Bless every one of them. Rebuke the devourer for their sake. Open the windows of heaven and pour them forth a blessing. And let them attest to the fact that because they give their tithe, the Lord has blessed them. In Jesus' name. And everyone standing here, shout your loud amen. Please put it in the back. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. You deserve Sing hallelujah, Lord. Before we take communion, I want to give our offering. Most people came after the first offering. And it's almost like you miss out on the first offering. But if you if you missed out the first offering, you just add your first offering to the second offering. So that God can bless you. You know, in those days, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Bible says that in the morning sow thy seed. Those days were quite sorry, I'm not paying. I'm not so in the morning sow thy seed in the evening withhold not thy hand you see because for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that or whether they both shall be alike good so when we when we come to church the first offering is the morning offering and the second offering is the one we are closing offering so you must always have two because that's how God says we should do I'm not lying. So those who say me, I'm like giving up the, the, this one, I'm going to use it to buy more. <laughs> Don't talk like that. Okay, so take out your second offering. Everybody, please take out your second offering. You want to give an offering of 100 cities? 100 cities. I want to start with 100 cities. 100 cities. You want to give 100 or 101? God bless you, Papa. 100 cities. You want to give 100 cities? Bless you. You do well in your business. 100 cities, 100 cities, 100 cities, 100 cities. Want to give a seed of 100 cities? Bless you, 100 cities. Bishop, I can't give 100. I wish I could, but uh, I can't. So, what can you give? Okay, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. That range 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. Come. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. A better. The Lord has delivered you. Oh. I think you should have shared your testimony. Oh, I should share it for you. <laughs> 50 cities. 50 cities. Ask your neighbor, ah, the 50, what are you going to use it to do? 
Ask your neighbor, the 50, what are you going to use it to do? Okay, some of you are saying, I, I wish I had 50, but I don't have. Okay, you have 20. 20, 30, 40, come. 20, 30, 40. Bless you. 20, 30, 40. 20, 30, 40, come. Come and sow your seed. 20. Bless you. 20. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. 20 cities. But you want to give 10, can I come now? Yes, 10. 10, 15. Come. 10, 15. It's not a lot of number. It's an offering. 10, 15. 10 cities. God bless you. Erusha. I don't see your offering. Yes. 10, 15. You're welcome. 10, 15. 10, 15. That's your mouth. 10, 15. Good to see you. 10, 15. 15. Hey, you. Oh, you are the best. That's my daughter. So much you yeah. so give Ten, all your offerings. Bless you. Ten, give all your offerings. Bless you. Ten, fifteen. Five cities. Five. Five, six, seven. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Thank you for receiving. You. Bless you. You see the auntie that came. I knew her when she was like you. Very young girl. She used to be a dancing star. She used to read scriptures in the church. She used to be in the choir. Two cities, three cities, four cities come. Sing it. Two, three, four. Bless you. Bless you, Father. Bless all these ones. Sing it. Two cities, come, come and say your song. I'm going to pray for the BEC candidates. My God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reverend Felix, you are going to lay hands on them. You will help me see the harvest of Make anointing while you're ready. Wait. All the singers, everybody on the stage, everybody take one CD. You believe in one God. I want you to give a special one CD today. If you don't have, ask somebody, please, can you give me one CD? Because the way the world is going, I can easily by slide. But I want to give one CD to show that I'll serve one God. <laughs> one CD. Everybody. If you don't have one CD and you want to make it two CDs, fine. But one CD. One CD. Everybody take one CD. If you are two and you want to share the two CDs, it's one, two paper. Hold your brother or your sister's hand and let's come. It's okay. We are going to give one CD. <laughs> we come like that. Lift it up and let's pray. It's a one special one CD offering. I need Reverend to hold one for us. Reverend. Bring one for Reverend. So we the pastors, we are here. You are collecting your one CD offering. Lift it up and let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who is obeying and those who are trying to believe God to serve you to the end. I ask oh God for help. Bless, bless, bless in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't be shy. Come. Come and put it here or here. He holds my be blessed. Life. Jesus, the be blessed. Be blessed. Say amen to it. Be blessed. 
Be blessed. Be blessed. When the rain all shine, and day or night, He is the way. Blessed. He comes the rain just stops up my life. Are you singing like reggae? Perfect peace. Gentle. No one can love me like Jesus. Shadow is covering it. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a friend. That Jesus. Communion. Let's take the communion. Sing it. Sing it. Gives me peace, perfect peace. No one can love me like Jesus. Shedding his love for me. Oh, what a friend. What a friend that Jesus is. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a friend. What a friend that Jesus is. He holds my life. Jesus, the man of Calvary. Where the rain or shine, day or night, he is the way. He comes the righteous stones of my life and gives me peace, perfect peace. No one can love me like Jesus does. Shedding his blood for me. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a friend that Jesus is. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a friend. Oh, what a friend that Jesus is. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand and I'll wait. And I will pray down from heaven. Not only forgiveness, but cleansing. It will give you and it will sustain. It's sanctifying us, redeeming when us. I see the Bible says that Paul called it the cup of blessing. My prayer is that as we take this wine, we are drinking blessing. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. And shout the cup of blessing. Drink your blessing now. Lift up your hands and receive a blessing. You know, this morning I was led to declare some very dangerous blessings over God's people. And I feel the same bubble in my spirit. Lift your hands up. You know, the psalmist said, may your forehead be as hard as flint. There comes to a time in life where you need a forehead that is hard. I prophesy this over you. I say I'm prophesying this over you. Amen. May your forehead be as hard as flint. Amen. You know, there comes a time where even when you are going for a visa, you need that forehead which is hard as flame. That they won't bounce you. I declare that from today, your forehead will be as hard as flames. Amen! You cannot be bounced in anything in the name of Jesus. Amen! Because your forehead is hard as flames, may you attract favor. Amen! Those who are writing exams, may you attract favor. 
Those who are expecting your results, may you attract favor. Amen. May those who are going to look for a job, may you attract favor. Amen. May those who are planning to travel abroad, may you attract favor. Amen. And above all, this week, I prophesy that may you only hear good news. May good news come from a far country for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift up your phone and let me prophesy some more money for you. My God, my God. La Dusia Dabrico Sate. I receive it. De la Madi Isorama Kiriandasta. Shandirimi Kabasura Tose. Those who believe it, lift up your phone. You may not have experienced it before, but you can believe God for it for the yeah. first time. When people are testifying, they are not lying. At all. Why should they lie? According to your faith, those who want two digits, that is a 20 something, 70 something, those who want three digits, 100 and something, 200 and something, those who want four digits in the thousands, those of us who want five digits, according to your faith, I stand in my office as a child of Bishop Doug Heward Mills and I prophesy over your phone those who are watching you can believe it for it now in the name of Jesus may there be a miracle money on your phone I call it forth from far and near into your phone receive it on your MTN Momo I receive it on your Vodacash I receive it on your Elta Tigo for some of you on your bank account do you know why God is doing it because God can trust you that when he gives it to you you will bring people to church he knows that you will give your tithe let me bless you finally receive that money in chunks in the name of Jesus amen I receive it and somebody shout amen amen clap your hands for Jesus sit down all those who are writing BEC please come quickly I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 like you